You are listening to episode number four of the You Are Nourished podcast. If you're at that stage where you want to stop dieting, but you're scared or unsure about whether you can or should, then in this episode, I'll be revealing some of the side effects of dieting that you may not have thought of that will help you put dieting in your past and not in your present or future. Stay tuned. Tired of dieting, fed up with constantly stressing out about food, and sick to death of feeling like absolute rubbish because no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to get control over your eating habits. Well, my love, you are in the right place. I'm Lauren Gafer. I'm a nutritional therapist and a mindset coach. I'm a mum of two, and I happen to be partial to an oat milk latte and a Friday night gin and tonic. But I am mostly on a mission to make sure that you never go on another diet. On this podcast, my goal is to liberate you from restrictive and unsustainable diets by learning how to eat more intuitively, teaching you how to nourish yourself in body and mind, and helping you feel the best you've ever felt without ever counting another calorie again. Let's dive into today's episode. And welcome back to the podcast. Now, I get it. It is really difficult to stop doing something that you've been doing for years, and that includes dieting. Many of the women that I work with have dieted for maybe decades, and it is an incredibly difficult habit to break, um, especially when they continue to draw you in. Or maybe you don't know any different. That's all you've ever done in your adult life. You've either been on a diet or off a diet and you don't really understand or know how to do any differently. Diet culture is really loud, it's really enticing, it's really seductive, especially at this time of year, if you are listening uh, when this has been released, which is January. Um, They're really tempting, they're super sneaky, and it's really easy to get drawn back in to dieting because they uh, you know, dress them up in different ways and try and get to your insecurities and make you feel bad about yourself. And when you go into this diet, you're going to be a different person. You're going to feel different. Well, you're not really. It's just the same old crap that you've been doing for years and years with a slightly different bow on it. But if you are feeling drawn in, especially because it's January and diet culture is super loud right now, then I want to share some of the downsides, some of the side effects of dieting that don't really get talked about that much. There are lots, and I'm going to share five of them with you today to help you take the leap to say goodbye to dieting and feel more confident that it's the right way to go. All right, so let's get started. Number one, let's talk about weight, shall we? Uh, Now, chances are the reason why you went on a diet in the first place was to lose weight. Let's face it, nobody goes on a diet to gain weight. You were led to believe that you needed to lose weight for whatever reason, at whatever point in your life that might have been. And so you were told, well, you just need to eat less. You need to follow this plan. You need to eat this number of calories. You need to count these macros. You need to whatever, whatever, whatever. This is what you need to do. 
in order to lose that weight. Now, this might work. In fact, for many people, it does work in the short term. Let's face it, when you're on a diet, you will lose some weight. But as we all know, um, in the long term, most people put it back on with a few extra pounds for good measure. And this is called rebound weight gain, where you put all the weight back on that you've lost, plus a little bit extra. And it's extremely common and it happens in the majority of cases when it comes to dieting and I'm sure that it has happened to you. If you're listening to this and if you've been on all the diets then I'm sure you can raise your hand and go, yep, that's me. I want to actually share some stats with you around diets because if you're a numbersy kind of person and you need statistics to help you make decisions about things then this might help you. So, a meta-analysis, which is an analysis of 29 different weight loss studies, revealed that on average, participants regained 77% of the weight they initially lost after five years. So that's not great, really, is it? And another study which concluded that with commercial weight loss programs, so, you know, your, your big guys, your Slimming Worlds, your Weight Watchers, those kinds of dudes, around 40% of people lose 5% of weight in the first place, and of those, almost 80% fail. So it's not really great numbers, is it? And maybe these numbers will help you to realise that you are in the majority when it comes to diets not working, when it comes to losing weight on a diet, but then putting it all back on again. You are in the majority. And if you are going back on another diet, if you are tempted to go back on another diet, and you think that this is the one that's going to work, this is the one that's going to enable you to keep the weight off for life, then you would be in the minority. This is something that I hear a lot from a lot of the women that I work with. I'm going to go back to Slimming World because it worked for me last time. Did it? If it worked, then why do you need to go back to it? If it worked, then you wouldn't have put all the weight back on. If it worked, then you'd have lost the weight and you would have kept it off. This is the thing with all diets, particularly commercial diets, is that they don't actually work long term. And like I've said before, they know this. So if Slimming World worked for you, then you wouldn't have to go back to it, would you? I mean, it's just mind-bogglingly common sense. And yet when you're desperate, and I get it, you know, when you're desperate, when you think you've got no other place to go, then you're going to go back to the familiar territory of the diet that worked for you last time, the diet where you did lose the weight. Um, but listen, let's be real here, it didn't work because if it did, then why would you need to go back to it? So that's reason number one, which is this rebound weight gain. You put all the weight back on plus some extra and the statistics are there loud and clear that 80% of diets fail in the long term. And the reason for this is point number two, which is that dieting slows your metabolism. So human biology is really clever. Our bodies are really intricate, really clever mechanisms that respond to, you know, the external things that we are doing to them. So your body, your biological processes cannot actually tell the difference between dieting and food scarcity or famine or starvation. And so it will compensate 
for the lack of calories to conserve energy by slowing metabolism. So that's really clever, right? Basically, what your body is doing is saying, right, I'm only getting 800 calories a day. That's not enough for all my bodily functions to work properly. So I need to become more efficient. So I'm going to slow down the metabolism so we can use those 800 calories efficiently because we're not getting the nutrition and the nourishment that we actually need. In other words, your body is becoming a fat storage machine. So it is just storing that fat wherever it can um, in order to be able to perform its life-saving functions on a daily basis with the calories that it's being fed. And if it's 800 calories, if it's even 1200 calories, it's not enough for it to do everything that it needs to do and give you energy and make you feel good and do all the other things that you want to be able to do with your life that dieting stops you from doing. So that is point number two, dieting slows your metabolism. Number three, dieting leads to binging and overeating. Fact, it's not your uh, lack of willpower, and I've talked about this before, it's not the fact that you are weak, it's not the fact that you just need to try harder or resist more, Um, it's science. It's, again, your body doing what it is supposed to do. So there is um, an intricate network of hormones and neurotransmitters in your body that are responsible for your hunger and your appetite and your fullness and for sending out messages to you when it needs things so that you will go, oh, here's a message. I'm going to respond to that by doing what my body is asking me to do. Um, It's telling me it's thirsty. I'm going to give it some water. It's telling me it's hungry. Oh, I'm just going to ignore that one because my diet does not allow me to eat at this time of the day. So um, (laughs) what is happening here is that you may skip breakfast, or you may have a very low calorie breakfast, or you may just have a very low calorie day because you're counting points and you're on a low calorie diet, whatever it might be. And yet your hormones and your neurotransmitters are getting louder and louder and louder as the day goes on. So that by 5pm, when you've only eaten 500 calories, or you skipped breakfast, or you've only had a lettuce leaf or half a bowl of pasta, that big bar of dairy milk is going to look really appealing. And there's only so long you can ignore those signals for before you go, for fuck's sake, I just need to eat. And because you're over hungry, because your blood sugar's on the floor, because you've been resisting all this food all day, you are going to go headfirst into that giant bar of dairy milk or whatever else floats your boat in that moment. And you are going to eat it and eat it and eat it. And then you're going to blame yourself, right? I mean, so familiar, but it's not you. It's not your fault. It's the fact that you are simply not eating enough. So the binging and the overeating that is happening for you is because of the dieting and not because you're a terrible person. And I really want to impart that to you because I work with so many women who just um, hate themselves and think that there's something wrong with them and think that it's their fault and that they're greedy and all of that kind of thing. And it's just, it breaks my heart that you would think those things about yourself when it's actually diet culture that is making you think those things. And so, you know, one of the reasons why I'm here to help. Why this podcast is here to help is to help you start to change those thoughts and realize and wake up to the fact that it's not you, it's the diet, and it's definitely time for you to break up with it if you haven't already done so. 
Point number four. So side effects and downsides of dieting that no one really talks about. Number four, what dieting does is it tunes you out from your body. And I'll explain what I mean by that. So we are not in tune with our body's cues, um, with our body's messages when we are following um, external rules for what to eat, for when to eat and how much to eat at a specific time. This is undermining your own body's wisdom to tell you when you're hungry or full. So if you're only allowed to eat a certain number of calories at a given meal, if you're only allowed to eat within a certain you know, time frame, then you are essentially overriding your body's natural cues, your body's innate wisdom that tells you when you're hungry and when you're full. So if you're following these rules, then you know, you're basically saying, I don't care whether you're still hungry after eating this meal. I'm not allowed to eat any more than this. And so, you know, F you, I'm just gonna carry on. Um, you know, and then what's happening when, you know, you're relying on a diet plan or a, you know, an app or, you know, some other kind of external rules to tell you one when and how much to eat is that you're you're just not in tune with your body in any way at all and you know what I want to try and encourage you to do is to tune back in and listen out for your body signals. And this is a large part of um, intuitive eating, which I will be sharing more with you in um, in upcoming episodes. As I'm going to be training in this, and it's I'm hugely passionate about this this method. It's a huge part in giving up dieting. It's how you give up dieting. And this point number four that I'm talking about is what it does with intuitive eating is that you tune back in to your body. So, you know, you, you break your, you break away from the shackles of all the rules and, you know, the, the food police and all the diet thinking and the diet mentality and all those, you know, restrictive um, thoughts and behaviors. And you tune back in to your body and you listen to your body. And it can be hard because when you've spent years or decades ignoring your body's hunger cues, you might not have that ability to tell when you're truly hungry, but it does come back. And I can tell you it is absolutely mind-blowing and it is liberating and it's um, it's freedom. It's absolute freedom. So we want to be tuning back in to our body and listening to the signals that it is giving us. So the fifth and final side effect, downside of dieting is that dieting takes over so much of your brain that could really be put to much better use. When you think about it, when you're dieting, you really are in full food obsession mode because you're likely to be hungry because you're not eating enough or you're cutting out entire food groups. So you're um, you know, malnourished. You're not getting the nutrition you need. If you're cutting out carbs, you're not getting enough in the way of energy. If you're cutting out fats, then you're not getting your healthy fats either. Whatever it is you're cutting out, you're not getting the nutrients from that food. Food, um, and your body will make you crave it. You're cutting out foods you love. So there's that mentality that, you know, mental restriction, I'm not allowed this, I'm not allowed that. And that constant chatter of, you know, wanting to have something um, that you can't have. I don't know about you, but when I'm told I'm not allowed to do something or have something, it's the only thing that I can think about. And you're craving food and you're planning and you're tracking and you're taking pictures of everything and putting it in the app. And, 
you know, it's really quite obsessive, not to mention the thoughts, the negative self-talk, the guilt and the shame that happens when you eat a biscuit, right? So just imagine what you could accomplish if your mind, if your thoughts, if your feelings weren't taken up with all this shit. I mean, just imagine what you could get done if 75% of your day was not taken up with, well, how many calories did I eat for lunch? And is there, uh, you know, how many carbs are in this plate of pasta? And, you know, all of that, right? If you weren't constantly thinking about this stuff 24-7, imagine all the things that you could accomplish. You could start a business. You could finish that creative project that you started. You could write a book. You could, I don't know, start a podcast. Any number of things that you've been putting off, any number of projects and creative things and things that you've wanted to accomplish with your life are being hindered by this food obsession. And you know, in addition to that, how much of your life have you put on hold because you're not going to do it until you feel happy in your body or until you've lost X number of pounds or until you can fit into X size of jeans? How much of your life is on hold? Are you not enjoying because of bloody diets? What would life be like if you weren't obsessing about this all the time. I'm just going to let that land with you for a minute and let you think about that and reflect on that and ponder on that because really when you think about it, so much more. You could achieve and accomplish so much more if you were to just do it now, not in, you know, £10 less time or you know, when you fit into the jeans that don't fit you anymore, by the way, get rid of them and find a pair of, of jeans that make you feel good about yourself. Just think about that. Um, and that, you know, is another huge downside, another huge, you know, side effect of constantly being on a diet, of constantly waiting until you are happy in a size that you're in. Because actually, do you know what? You, you probably won't ever be. Because until you fix your wonky body image, then there's always going to be a part of you that just isn't happy with the way that you look. And that is an episode for another day, another time. But I just wanted to drop that one in uh, at the end of this episode to give you some food for thought, which is never a pun, uh, never an unintended pun in my book. So, Let's recap the side effects, downsides of dieting that nobody really talks about, but hey, we're talking about them now, aren't we? Um, Firstly is rebound weight gain. Chances are when you go on a diet, you are going to put back on all the weight that you have lost with a little bit of extra for good measure. Um, And this is because dieting slows your metabolism, point number two. Point number three, dieting leads to binging and overeating. It's not your willpower, it is science and biology. Uh, Point number four was that dieting tunes you out from your body. And we want to learn how to be tuned back in uh, to our body's signals and innate wisdom. And number five is just think how much you could accomplish in your life if you were not obsessing about food and calories and feeling guilty about chocolate all the damn time. So, 
If you have enjoyed this episode, and I really hope that you have, and you would like to learn more about how to ditch dieting, then I have got a free guide called Break Up With Your Diet, which is available to download on my website. Simply go to laurengafer.com forward slash breakup diet, all one word, and I will send it straight to your inbox. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I, as always, have loved hanging out with you and I will see you next time. Thank you again for spending your time with me today. If this episode was valuable to you, I would truly appreciate it if you shared it with someone that would find it helpful. Also, don't forget you can find all the resources, links and show notes over at youarenourished.com. See you next week on the You Are Nourished podcast. Bye for now.